That was good. That was awesome. Can we do that every time? Sure. Yay. So you were, uh, well, first of all, everybody needs to know that Alana looks fantastic today. She's wearing a dress. <laughs> she's looking sharp. Thank you. Because she's at the bottom of the clean clothes I can't believe pile. you just exposed me <laughs> on my dirty laundry situation. <laughs> no, I just, I, I literally, yeah. I, I, was just <laughs> I just have not had any time to do laundry. So, you know, and the, and the weather is breaking a little bit. So I'm wearing a dress with leggings today. And that's, you know, that's just what we're going with. I was going to say, I literally aired your dirty laundry. Yep. Yeah. Thanks. That happened. So, other than the fact that you look fantastic, thank you. You look like a rock star. I'm pointing to Kelsey, <laughs> and I look like me. <laughs> and Tony's feeling salty. Salty. <laughs> I'm expecting a really great show. There she goes. So, uh, glasses. Yeah, let's start with Tony. What's going on that has you feeling so uh, salty? I don't know. Yeah, why? Wait, uh, salty? I don't know. Salty is like negative. I just thought salty, man. I don't know. Spicy? Spicy. Oh, okay. Like sassy. I don't know. Sassy. Come back on your sodium chloride. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe I put too much sugar this morning. That's all. Salty usually has like a negative connotation to it. So I was like, I'm confused because we were cracking up earlier. So. I don't know why I'm feeling weird today. I'm just shaking my leg all over the place. And That's you every and day. I'm very, yeah, I'm very, uh, <laughs> very fidgety today. Yeah. He's being his normal self. Yeah. Just yeah. that's just who I am. Nice. But alas, it is a good day. The alas. sun is out. Oh my gosh. I'm alive, breathing, and blessed. Okay. So. Okay. So I feel like I always uh, start us off with like a news recap. Yeah. Uh, as our format is organically unfolding here. So, do you guys follow this whole uh, scholarship scandal thing? Sort of. Admissions, college admissions scandal It's crazy. <gasps> the things you can do when you have a lot of money. I was going to say, it doesn't Darn. seem super surprising to me. It's something that I feel like has been going on. Not like, yeah. I guess this, these people are just got caught. I feel like it happens yeah. a lot. People got busted doing things they shouldn't be. I was floored. Look at you guys. You're like, yeah, no big thing. I'm sure it was. We've seen a lot of horrible things in the past couple years in headlines. This it, doesn't shock us. Yeah, it blew me away. Yeah. I was really surprised. Because of who was implicated or why Why were you shocked? I was shocked because, I guess for two reasons. The first one, um, all of the research says that uh, if you're a low-income student and you get into a great school, your chance to grow your earning potential is dramatically improved. But if you come from an already wealthy family and you get into a good school, it's not a huge difference. Mm -hmm. So there's not a financial incentive to do it. Um, some people were saying, well, then maybe it was status-driven, but you guys are the most well-educated generation in history. Everybody is going to have a college degree. And you ask any professional like me where you got that degree at the end of the day isn't going to be nearly as important as the way you perform in your job. So I don't see the status thing as having like a long shelf life. Like, um, you know, big deal, you graduated from USC versus UC Berkeley or University of San I mean, it's just, it's not going to make a big difference. 
So that part I didn't really mm. buy. It, was it? Was it? Wasn't it USC? The girl, the one girl was the, to from get the it. two yeah. famous yeah. parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I know you know there's the whole donate the building and your kids can get in or um, if you or alum yourself your kids have a better chance of getting in. But just the the blatant bribery yeah. part yeah. of it and cheating on the test. I mean, it was yeah, just those were, those were some pretty. They they went to some pretty crazy mm-hmm. lengths. Yeah, it's not fair. Yeah, yeah well, you can't even yeah, really blame absolutely. that on the school either. That was all manipulative on the parents' yeah. part. I like mean, that's photoshopping not... pictures mm-hmm. and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. how did like how did the student not like have something you know like morally <laughs> like feeling like they're gonna get caught? Well, I, I and they're saying that so far none of the kids have been implicated. But put yourself in those kids situation for just a minute the pressure they must feel if their parents want them to go to school that bad mm. that even if you do become aware of what it is especially the kids who cheated on the SAT portion yeah, I would I feel like say, they she would have bombed a, her main test I feel like education wasn't really important to her oh yeah absolutely she not she didn't care but it was obviously very important to her parents so my my assumption would be whatever moral um, guilt she was feeling mm-hmm. was probably trumped by the pressure she feels or felt to mm. meet her parents' expectations. Like, that was obviously some crazy pressure coming down on I them. I just feel bad for the kids that actually work hard to go to the oh, big schools totally. and then stuff like this happens. Exactly. Well, I think that exposes, like, a big problem, too, is, like, this, like, constant push or, like, this forced need, like, you have to go to college. You absolutely have to go to college because, you know, you, I mean... There's I. I think you, successful yeah, fields. you need education, but you don't need college. Yeah, you don't always schools. need college. And as soon as everybody has a college degree, it, it becomes kind of like useless. Nobody does. You know, and so I think that was one of the things is I think that this girl didn't want to do anything, and she her parents are saying, "No, you're going to college, and we're gonna do everything we can to push you through." And it's like, uh, I, I, the fact that, that is. The issue, the fact that that's even an issue is a little crazy to me. I mean, because they had to, I mean, the, you're like, forget about the fact that they donated money or the fact that they, you could donate money or they faked Photoshop and all that stuff. But, like, you, you're forcing your kid to go to college and they don't want to. <laughs> you're spending all this money on something. That's useless. Right, that they're not valuing. And the other thing, I know nobody is feeling, I know we're, we're I think we're talking about the girl who's the daughter of the full house woman mm-hmm. who was an Instagram star. Mm-hmm. That's sort and I know nobody's feeling sorry for her. No. But you know, I have lots of empathy for all kinds of young people. And I have to say, to your point just now, Tony, not only did she go because her parents wanted her to, she has that infamous video now where she was saying how much she didn't want to. She wanted to be an Instagram influencer. She wanted to be an Instagram star. She was actually building a business. She had a million followers and she two had a career sponsors, mm-hmm. and that's all gone. Yeah. So her parents' action not only was pursuing their dream and not her, but their actions destroyed the career she actually did want. Exactly. Yeah. Which what a parent. is. You know, again, nobody's feeling sorry for her, but I'm like, that sucks. No, when you put it that way, you know, it's possible that I think that it's very likely, I should say, that she got where she got because of who she was associated with. And she's very beautiful. Olivia Jade, I think we're talking about. Right. So she, you know, got this sponsorship or whatever you want to call it, relationship, partnership with Sephora and Target, I think. Oh, was it Target? And they both dropped her. Yeah. Yeah. And all of her friends have turned on her. You failed your testing and your parents are making you go to school. I wouldn't have done it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with using. Get admitted and your parents were forcing you in and you still go. Yeah. 
Red I flag. I think that's some really hard pressure to ask an 18-year-old to resist. Oh. Everybody's telling you to get a degree. Your parents are going to these crazy lengths for you to get in. Like, you're going to come across as the most... You know, ungrateful, entitled, lazy person in the world well, to go look against how she looks all now. that. But and her parents look better. worse. Her parents look worse than she the does. The whole family I looks mean. bad now because of their actions. It was all stupid. Well, and there may even be jail time in these people's future. Oh. So, well, it's crazy. So yeah, so there was count that. your blessings, people. Yeah, exactly. And you if know? you're gonna do stupid things, don't leave a paper trail either. <laughs> or how about just don't do stupid things? <laughs> That's true. Better safe than sorry. Well, yeah, stupid things that that hurt other people, you know, or their chances of succeeding or reputation you're gonna do something stupid just do something stupid that affects you right like mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i think a lot of people didn't anticipate the backlash of um hard-working students saying you stole my spot yeah. you know yeah, that, that was yeah. there's a yeah. there's a mom out there that's like suing for like 500 billion dollars oh, or something like that a lot because she's saying her her kid didn't get in because of this you know what i mean and mm -hmm. ruined his opportunity to she's actually see but yeah i was gonna say do That's they know that hard. for sure i mean oh. can they can they come down to them and be she's like the it was between these two people in. and yeah yeah I mean, can they say that i don't know it's possible that there's a lot more people that are involved in this than, than anybody they, even knows yep Especially that whole uh, side door Ooh. sports thing that all the schools are now investigating. I bet they're going to find a lot Did under that Did you guys hear rock. Taylor Swift lash out at Kanye West? No. That's coming back. It's going to be interesting. What's going on there? Oh, you know that song that he did a few years ago where he, like, had her in line. Mm -hmm. Something about, I think me and Taylor might still have sex or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, she's freaking out that in the music video something happened and she's saying that at this day and age it's not appropriate to have abusers and their victims like forcibly next to each other around each other or something and he did something now now that the R. Kelly stuff is all coming out Taylor Swift's trying to point fingers at Kanye West mm. just scandals and drama Hollywood keeping up <laughs> you know I just hear this stuff in the morning on my way in hey has the uh, Avengers trailer dropped yeah how many times have you watched it a few I saw Captain Marvel twice, too. Uh, how many is a few? <laughs> a dozen? More More than 12? Less than 12? I mean, I've probably watched it more than 12 and a couple breakdowns, but no biggie. Who's counting? More than 30? It's like 37 days away. I have to watch it once a day. <laughs> okay. Just curious. Are you ready? <laughs> just say yes, Jenny. Just say yes. Yes. Jenny. Yes, because uh, we'll fall into a rabbit hole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Can't wait. Uh, but I'll, I'll tell you after the show my answer to that question. Okay, so um, I came across this other article that I wanted to talk to you guys about, um, which was really great because it was uh, this one older successful entrepreneur talking about the three life skills that he wished he had known that he would tell his younger self about, mm. which that's exactly the stuff I love to share with you guys. Uh, and he called them life skills, not work skills. His first one was learn how to not take things personally. He said it took him a really long time to get over that one. That's a very good lesson. <laughs> you guys all still take stuff personally, do you think, at work? Yeah, yeah unintentionally sometimes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think I do a little I bit better. I think we're getting good at shrugging it, I, though. I've always been that kind of person, though. I've always been a little bit more laid back, so it's things really don't bother me as much. So, I, but I definitely think it's a life lesson that you can learn because even interacting with somebody, 
I mean, if you as soon as you know that advice, you can interact with somebody a little bit differently too. Mm-hmm. You know, make I, up for that. And I think it gets confusing at work because we think that, you know, if somebody gives us criticism that, you know, the appropriate response is to take it seriously and to act like it matters and, you know, put the feedback into place right away. But so, you know, actively embracing the feedback, but then doing so in a way that doesn't feel like it's personal, that's that's a hard skill to navigate, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And it takes a while to... Telling somebody something in such a way that it's not going to offend them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, outside of work, too. So, yeah. so hence the life skill you yeah, know, exactly. terminology. It's, yeah, it's hard to uh, make the discernment. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes things just have to be said. I yeah. mean, even if it's if it's it might offend somebody, but it, sometimes if it's work related, it's got to be said. Yeah. And but you know, that's why I always come in. It's the way we say it. Yes. That can make it be a good conversation or a bad conversation. His his next one. This one was actually my favorite of the three. Um, <laughs> learn to. I want to say this right. Uh, learn to allow yourself to be persuaded. Mm-hmm. Isn't okay. That a good one for a life. I need more. Ooh. I need more. So, um, allow yourself to change a position. Allow your mind to be changed. Allow yourself to be persuaded. Be stuck like on... open-minded. Yeah. I mean, that's another way to say it. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. He was just describing it as the life skill of yeah. You know, okay. Learning I didn't to under- allow I didn't quite... to be more persuaded. Okay, I get it now. I didn't quite understand it the first time you said it, so I needed like a little bit more. But I get I don't, it. I don't. I don't. I think it's different from open-minded because open-minded would imply that um, okay, I'm really open-minded, and so I have no preconceived notion about this. Oh. Versus being persuaded would be I have a strong idea you have a strong idea and it's going to be very difficult to persuade either one of us off of our strong ideas like flexible yeah okay versus open-minded you're hopefully you know bring it on give me all of them i think that's a great skill to have isn't that that's an awesome skill because like you i mean you could always you could come into something someone could say something you'd be like this is so stupid I'm. I. I don't want to even want to listen to this. And then you could listen to it, and they could. They could totally change your mind. And I. I will say that if I've been even here, I've been like I've been that way when I've had like people who come in the studio or like a show or something, and they might be talking about an idea to me that might just sound totally harebrained or something totally just off my radar, and then I'll listen and I'll be like, oh, you know, that was actually kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, maybe. Maybe it's not so bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially when we think we already have the solution. Then I think it's really hard. I know for me. I'll speak for me. If I think I have it all figured out for this particular solution and somebody's um, recommended action is completely different, I still need to work on that, my ability to be persuaded. I'll get there if you give me data, if you prove it, if you give me research. Um but just on the power of your idea versus my preconceived notion, I definitely could work on being more persuaded. But is that always is that always a bad thing though? I mean, to be skeptical of something, I mean, to look at something with sort of a sort of a how can we, like I guess what are the problems here and like how can we fix it? Is that always I mean a bad outlook to have? <laughs> no, I don't think it is at all. I just think especially in how the way things are so divided right now finding the ability to let go of your idea to embrace somebody else's just i don't know it feels like it has really 
very high value to me. It does. Right no, it does. <laughs> Would you say another way of, of looking at this is knowing that you're not always, you don't always have to be right? Mm hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. acknowledging that like somebody else can be right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's hard for some people. I think I read once that that's what Jeff Bezos said. His how do they say it? Something like the most common quality he's seen in the smartest people who work for them is those who have the ability to change their mind. Mm. So, and I think that's sort of what this one's circling around. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. And so his third one, but that one was my favorite. His his third one was how to act without knowing the result. So learning to take risks, mm. Mm. being able to jump off that cliff without knowing the result. This one reminds me of Kelsey a lot. Like like uh, being able to trust as well. You're thinking about, you're thinking about, <laughs> I guess. Oh, uh, okay, wait, go say it again. Like last week's episode when we were talking about making sure your financial goals align with your life goals and Kelsey's going through this thing where she has all of these really tough financial goals that aren't necessarily making her happy, but the thought of um, adopting a different strategy is scary for her because... I think I got it all figured out. What's going to happen if I, you know, if I jump off that cliff and then XYZ happens? Yeah. You want to give us an update? You got you got some stuff figured out? Mm, mm, kind of, sort of. I have a really good like year plan for my finances, but my car is going to have to come at the end of that <clears throat> because I don't have a co-signer and my credit's not good enough for me to get financed on my own right now. So I'm going to try to build that up and then go get financed again, maybe for a little bit cheaper than what I was looking for this time. But so you're giving yourself a 12-month Yes. Runway. Mm -hmm. And then does that feel like you can accept that better and feel better about well, where you're yeah, at right now? Yeah, because I did like all the the number work for everything that I'm putting away during these next 12 months. And I'll have enough to pay my essential bills that I have right now off and have a good chunk of money left for a vehicle. Good. So I won't have to get entirely financed. Good. I just gotta that stick sounds to, so easy breezy. I have to stick to my budget. Yes. yes. I can't go buy anything crazy or going on any trips this year because it'll throw everything off. Mm -hmm. But as long as nothing horrible happens to Unless me. Unless you come into some extra money that you weren't expecting. I might then take that a vacation. Could, yeah, really that like you, can, you can allow. Treat yourself. Yeah. You better mm -hmm. take a vacation. <laughs> Why are you trying to get rid of me, Tony? I'm not. <laughs> you need it. the cutest thing you I've need ever it. seen. And you should see the look on Kelsey's he, he face. Went like this. What does that mean? You better take a vacation. I'm going to. I am going to. Because he knows he's fearing for his life. Giggled right I'm gonna after yell he at you if you don't it. take the time to relax. You need to relax. I'm gonna be here every day haunting you, so just accept it. <laughs> oh, oh listeners! And as far as the I, jumping off thing, I, don't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that in the same category as trust. That's, those are just two in, incredibly different things. And mm -hmm. as far as trust goes, I have a very, very minimal amount of it that I give out nowadays, mm -hmm. just because of the things I've been through. But I do have to say, I do trust you guys. No, You're some of the best you. coworkers I've ever had. We Aww. love you. I love you guys. <laughs> Uh, and I don't want to interrupt the love fest. I think what this was about was sometimes um, you got to take risks and chances. Yeah, there are no without knowing. There are no guarantees in life. Yeah, you know, know. You, you need a new car. You're going to get a new car. Does that mean if I don't know, you get into a car accident or you break your leg and you can't work for a while, you're going to have a trouble me meeting your payment? Like all of those what ifs, what ifs, what mm -hmm. ifs. That just they're going to happen either way. Exactly. So, yeah. And I sound like a hypocrite <clears throat> saying, you know, don't worry about things you can't control because like everybody. 
everybody you know, I, yeah for the most part you know I feel like I feel like that's so common mm-hmm. but Our you brains. do just have to trust that like you'll be able to see it through and come out on I'm the other side trying <laughs> to trust that my car will make it through the year because mm-hmm. I have a little bit of fixing up in my finances for my current vehicle regular maintenance but if something horrible happens I don't know mm-hmm. you will deal with it when the time comes. yeah and I think it's um because you guys are the standardized testing generation, you are more comfortable when there's more of an A plus B will equal C type scenario. <laughs> um, but but not long after I read this article, there was a, a, a question that came through an advice channel that I help manage. And this young woman had already gotten her undergraduate degree, but she wanted to pursue her MBA, but she majored in finance. And she feels like there's a lot of indications on the horizon that we're headed for you know, the next big financial slump. Mm-hmm. So she's terrified that this is the worst possible time to take on an additional $100,000 in debt because the labor market's going to suffer and she's never going to be able to make that money back. I mean, it was, it's just this big long... It's a lot of debt. But it's also a lot of anxiety over the future of what might happen with the... Fi- I mean, that's not even... She shouldn't be thinking like that. If she got accepted, if she secured the student aid or she's got the funding, just go. Mm-hmm. Just go. Get it done. Because life's going to happen. Yeah. If you want to do yeah. it, do it, yeah. Yeah, if it's something that she wants to do, she's going to come up with excuses to not yeah. do it until she actually just takes the leap, right? And so I think I think a lot of leaps for mm-hmm. millennials, big leaps are, are hard when the outcome or the result is unknown. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, here's this very wise, super successful guy saying, if there's one thing I could tell my younger self, it would be get more comfortable taking risks without knowing the outcome. I mean, to Alana's point on all this, too, like, she was saying there's, like, don't worry about things that are, like, out of your control. And I think that's something, too, that I've, like, had to work on is, like, I straight, like, you you, you get things that are out of control and you start to realize people understand. Mm-hmm. If you just, if mm-hmm. like, you, you're worried about all these things, like, you, th- I'm, me, I, I worry about, oh, well, what is this person going to do or what is this person going to say or how is this person going to react? And you just start to realize that those people, if you just are, if you just take the risk and you try to do it and you fail, a lot of those people are more understanding than they would be if you just didn't try at all or you didn't take that risk or you waited to take the risk. And not only are people understanding, but we learn from it. I mean, that's there's a reason why there's that other stereotype. We learn more from our failures than we do our successes. One of the wonderful things that happens when you take a risk and fall flat on your face is the next time you're presented with that risk, you're you know, not as scared. And you know what not to do now. <laughs> exactly. You know what you learned? You learned that you survived mm-hmm. and the world still went on yeah. and you picked yourself up and everything didn't come to an end. And so mm-hmm. there's this weird, I think failure um, can be a confidence builder because of that. So if you try and avoid it, all your life, you you don't ever get that opportunity to mm-hmm. to learn how much you actually can handle. So go take some risks. Go fall on your faces. That's reassuring. Well, I, I think it's I think it's reassuring to hear that you have to kind of look your failures in the face and like say what can I take away from this? You have to this? fall before you can run, Tony. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I've never heard that Me one neither. before. I've heard you have to walk before you. Yeah, can you gotta run. walk yeah. before. I don't you know if you run. have to fall before you. can You gotta run. crawl before you can walk. You usually <laughs> the same thing. You usually <laughs> fall. Well, you gotta be born first, so <laughs> you gotta walk before you okay. can fly. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's just throw all the cliches out the window. You have to take driver's training before you get your license. <laughs> uh, for the record, none of those are cliches because those all just got made up. Those are fantastic. 
goofballs. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway. We're um, going to land this hawk. <laughs> uh anywho th- those were those were some things that i found in the news that i that i thought would be fun and did we talk about um how emotions were contagious mm. i was on my notes on it. i don't remember mm-hmm. if we'd ever talked about they it. they are though <laughs> yeah. completely i think once upon a time we might have touched base on it a little mm-hmm. bit it happens every day here Mm-hmm. Depends on the mood, you know. Whatever, whatever. Basically, we're only it as good. It sprinkles down. Yeah, we're only as good as the worst as the worst mood of somebody. Of the team. Yeah, basically, the person who has the worst mood on the team. We're, that's that's our. That our, becomes our the weather. Point. Exactly. It's yeah. Terrible. I I think it made me think of you guys because when I was listening to our one episode about being able to take accountability, and we had the conversation about the paper recycler. And I said how that could be contagious was the word that I used on the show. So does anybody, have, do you guys have your paper recycler box set up yet? Not yet. Nope. No? Working on it. All right. <laughs> I'm going to keep on asking. <laughs> you guys will fix that right away. Right away. One of these days. If I find a box, I'll bring it in. If you find a box. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I don't if order stuff that often. And I don't really have a box, but my dad might get one or, or like, my mom might end up with a box. Do you know anybody who has a Costco card? No. Hmm. Now, off the oh. top of my head, no. Oh, really? You don't? Do you have one? Yes. <laughs> oh, every every week this? I talk about going to Costco to get gas. Oh, get us some boxes. Yeah, I was just going to say, so that's the place where boxes go to live. Oh. So oh. could you bring in a box, Tony? Sure. Tony. No problem. Okay. <laughs> I think gonna I be... might be able to find a box. <laughs> I'll get some pizza at Costco while I'm there, too. Okay. Their pizza's good. Their pizza's <laughs> amazing. You just, you just haven't had their pizza. You just We got to go to Nikki's Pizza. Oh Detroit, my God. shout out! Detroit, Detroit pizza is taking off. Uh, but Nikki's, have you had it? No. Oh, uh-uh. it's by Greek Town. It's so good. Is it so good? It's so good. And then but my last question, just because we only have like a couple <laughs> seconds left. So when Alana's gone, should we still do this anyway without her? That is entirely up to you. Yeah, that would be your choice. I, I'm, I'm okay. I'd be glad to do it. Be fun to talk about her. We while can she's shout not her out. Yeah, we'll say all the gone. mean things about her. Fun, and, and yeah. I can say, if Alana <laughs> were here, she would understand. <laughs> Jenny, to be clear, to I'm not going like away, away. Like I'm going away, but it's, going I'm coming back. She's moving to California. I'm in a wedding. Oh, Do you guys I want could to keep be on keeping on, <laughs> but what? yeah. Do you want us to wait for you? Uh, you guys go ahead and we're and, gonna do it. Charge for. I think we should too. I'm a big fan of like changing up. You gotta let us know when she's coming. Happens. Yeah, I gotta let you guys fly. You're peacocks now. You gotta fly. <gasps> we gotta go live. You gotta <laughs> message me then, Jenny. You're going to have to message me for the scheduling. This is intense. We'll have to have Alana no, call still, in. Okay, so you know. technically I am working from California So you can while text Alana is what so, she's saying. Yeah, so I'm still doing all my stuff, just not being in the building. I'm a or big fan of letting people take their time off, so yeah. I'll see if I can get that done without you. <laughs> okay. All right, and besides, Kelsey's <laughs> over there saying, let this duck fly. Or hawk. I'm an eagle. Eagle, whatever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's it. Can we call this Thank you so much done? for listening. If you want to sponsor our next episode, ask BossySkirt at gmail.com. No, No. not even. Just BossySkirt.com. BossySkirt.com. Love you. Bye. Bye.